Welcome to Southside Soul Reapers Podcast Number Six. It's your host King G, Nikolai Capone. Welcome. <laughs> How was your week, Nick? Tiring, exhausting. Mine too. <laughs> you know, I only got about a week and a half before I leave to the Philippines. Yeah, and that is also uh, duly to be noted that he is leaving for the Philippines in about a week. Mm-hmm. So, wish him luck in the comments. You know. Because he's going to be reading them. <laughs> you better believe it. Yeah. And I expect that while I'm gone for two weeks, I expect this to continue. We'll see. It depends on, you know. But don't worry, guys. Y'all got one more podcast with me next week before I leave. So let's skip all the introductions and everything. Spirit Gang, let's get into it. Segment number one, Mainstream. Let's talk about the Avengers 4 in-game trailer. Oh, my God. Wow. It looks... <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Yes. Like, when I saw Tony Stark sitting there just, you know, doing that recording for the mask, I'm like, I'm all into it. And yeah. this is just a teaser trailer. I'm just all into it like I'm watching the actual movie. Like, yeah, I was very into it, man. Like, I, I feel like it was just enough to where nothing is getting spoiled in the trailer, which is mm-hmm. one of my biggest pet peeves. Mm-hmm. Because when people are over here giving the full movie... Yeah. Before the movie even comes out, what's the point of watching it? Sometimes we could just watch a trailer and that would be it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Avengers 4, Endgame trailer, fire. Mm-hmm. I think that it actually has the most views of any trailer in 24 hours. I believe it. I, yeah, <clears throat> it's it was crazy, man. I really wasn't expecting it. And especially with, um, with Ronan, um, what was it? Ooh. Hawkeye becoming Ronan. I'm telling you, I've always loved Hawkeye, and I was always mad that he never got the screen time that he did or the credit he did. Yeah, he was hated. Shine, yeah. But when I saw him as Ronan, and he turned around and you know, uh, Black Widow's looking at him because they're friends and sees him all mad. I'm telling you, I got chills, and I'm telling oh, you, yeah. his family disappeared. That's why he's like that. Yeah, I don't know. Was it was it in the uh, the movie? I can't. I honestly can't remember. It never said. It never that, said because he him and Ant Man oh. wasn't in the last Avengers movie. Yeah, I but didn't say it. It's done. I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say yeah, that's what happened. His family must have disappeared, and that because you you could see the torment on his face, the anger. He wasn't his regular fun loving self. So. Yeah, he he really wasn't. You could. You can see, like, in his character, definitely, for sure. Yes, and Jeremy Renner's, you know, he's a good actor. I hate that he gets the hate for it. But I think I think he's about to shut up everybody with this. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, it's going to be amazing. It is going to be amazing. I, I honestly can't wait for it. It's... <laughs> yes. It, it, it's, and they're saying the movie's going to be over three hours? That's like Lord of the Rings, you know? Is that, like, in the movies or when it comes out DVD and the director's cut and all that? I think it's said in the movies. Wow. Yeah, they said that this is going to be the death of two-hour movies. <laughs> and honestly, I don't mind it because, no. you know, we've seen we've seen so much quality with, mm-hmm. the, with how, you know, the brothers are running it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm hoping that it continues to be like that. Yeah, the Russo brothers are doing good. I'm, I'm very impressed with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm ready to see it. I'm going to see it, you know, when I come back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> When I come back, that'll be one of the first movies I watch. And uh, the due date—I mean, when's the date for the uh, Avengers Endgame trailer? Actually, for the trailer—I mean, not trailer. Am I bad? Mm. My bad. <laughs> the actual movie's supposed to come out. I want to say it comes out in May. Uh, I know the last one did. Yeah, it looks like. 
I'm trying to find it. Where is it? It's growing. Okay. Okay. One second. One, one second, Spear Game. We're trying to get you all the information on Avengers Endgame. We're so trying to get far, you that knowledge. It, it just says that it is an upcoming American superhero movie. Oh, my goodness. Um, Be in that little box to the right. One second, Spear Gang. We're just looking for that. Over here in this box. Over here. April 26, 2019, baby. That's, That's when it's about. coming out. And you know what will be on that date. <laughs> so you're, you're good. Okay. <laughs> You'll be back. You'll be back. Good. You know, I got a couple movies to watch when I come back. Yeah. First of all, I'm going to see that uh, Dragon Ball Super Broly. I want to go Oh, yeah. We got to watch that. that. Yeah, for yes. sure. <laughs> but... Let's jump up from one Marvel to the other. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Spider-Man Far From Home. You know, in the trailer, you you know, it was a teaser trailer, of course. Yeah. The most excited thing about that for me was Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. Exactly. I've waited forever for Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> to get into the superhero, whether it was DC or Marvel. He's one of I my mean, favorite actors. He's one of the best actors. Yes, I, what, I agree. What took him so long? <laughs> I know he there was talks of him being Batman for a while, but... Yeah. I, I mean, Mysterio's never been a huge character, but it's always been that fun character. You yeah. know? And I think Jake Jake's going to take him to a whole new level of Mysterio. He's going to become a... A dedicated, actual, hardcore villain. Yeah. And, man, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I, I don't think Mysterio has, like, a has like a good run time, like, in my opinion. Like, you know, even from even from the actual animated series, it mm-hmm. seemed like he was just such a goofy character. And I'm hoping that he, they, added, they, like, sprinkle some seriousness on it. Because yes. it is Jake Gyllenhaal, you know. He's, yeah. he's done a lot of serious roles. Mm-hmm. So I would, like... I would like to see a very serious Mysterio, but not like, you know, where it cuts off his personality. Because yeah. he still is that fun, you know, I want to play a game with you type of character. Yeah. But, He's kind of like the little bit better version of the Riddler. Yeah, I would say that. I would say that. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be, uh, the whole movie's going to be good because, I mean, the new oh, yeah. Spider-Man movies are, I was a little hesitant, but, you know, I think they're great. And then we had uh, Tobey Maguire. I love. I like Tommy McGuire. I think the second one's the best one so far. Like, yeah, I, and I agree. I, I think it was very underrated. I like the Amazing Spider-Man movies. I didn't care for what, what's Garfield. His, yeah, I didn't care for Andrew Garfield. I didn't really care for him either. I'm glad I'm not like the only person. Yeah, no, who I love Jamie Foxx as uh, as um, Electro. Electro. Yeah, I love Jamie Foxx in that. But I, this new Spider-Man <laughs> movies, I, they're good. They're and they're. I, I want to. I'm not gonna say they're better than the original Spider-Man, but they are more entertaining. Oh yeah, it's a different kind of style. So. Yeah, it's a different. It's a different type. It's mm-hmm. um, very entertaining. I think yeah. that. Um, I think they're doing it right this time. I don't mm-hmm. think they've ever really truly done it right. No. You know, um, as much as I like Toby, I, I still yeah. didn't really care for. No, I, I didn't care for it either. I mean, so. not the performance, but the way they took Peter Parker. Oh yeah, the Spider-Man aspect of it was good, but to me, they made. Peter Parker, too nerdy. Yeah, now, I understand. He's it was almost nerdy. too much. Yeah, yeah, it was almost too much of. Yeah, I don't know. It was like a kind of a. You know when you season stuff, you put too and then much they just on they, <laughs> and they you know, just put too Instead much of salt bay in it. Yeah. You just twist the salt, <laughs> pour it on, pour it yeah. all on it. Yeah, I agree with you. Oh, <laughs> but uh, 
Moving on, mm. unless you have anything else to say about Jake Gyllenhaal, aka the goat. No, I've been waiting. I've been waiting all week to talk about this topic. You okay. might, you might if I read this off because I know you're going to have such a fun time with it. Go right ahead. After <clears> threats, <throat> R. Kelly documentary screening in Manhattan, in Manhattan is evacuated. The documentary called so, "Surviving R. Kelly." <laughs> so no. In other words, and this is real, this is legit, they've already finished filming, they are making a documentary series called Surviving R. Kelly, and their words, <laughs> this is their words, it's where the surviving victims oh of his God. alleged crimes tell us about their experience. Man, that, now, sound, that sounds like, like, almost like a murder, almost, like the way they do it. <laughs> I thought he was in trouble for child molestation, not murder. Yeah, I know. That's, and, and it wasn't even... I mean, they were 18, some were 17, but in the states, that was legal. Yeah, I mean. In those states, 17 was legal. Yeah. So, iffy, but, so, apparently, R. Kelly's fans, which we, they don't know exactly who. Me? No, I mean, I'm one, I mean, I'm one of his fans. I'm one of his fans, but not like one of those fans. <laughs> no, I'm one of, there's a reward for turning anybody in, I'm, I'm going to blame him. I'm blaming him. But anyway, so one of the fans or a couple of fans called to the screening of the documentary and threatened to shoot it up. Now, that's some hardcore R. Kelly fans. Oh, they were they were shooting it up? They were shooting it up? You mean like... <laughs> that's what they wanted to do. They was going to have that place lit. I don't know why. Now, I know it's a... Now, children. If there's any children watching this, gun violence is not... Funny. Yeah. However, calling in a, bomb, a, a a shoot threat because of a documentary about one of the artists who is legendary, who has been accused of sexual misbehaving, that's yeah. a little bit dumb. To me, this whole situation is funny. The fact that they're making the series is funny, but I'm going to watch it out of curiosity. Yeah, I, I mean, want to know what they have to say about him. And in the synopsis, they're saying... That there's also a new a new alleged crime that they're accusing him of. Wait, hold on. You mean... <laughs> they're calling law and order on him. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, instead of taking this alleged com- uh, uh, confession or accusation to the cops, they saved it for a documentary TV series. That's legit. I can't wait. Neither can I. I... <laughs> R. Kelly, I... you a perverted man, but... I love your music. I love your music. Yeah, I, I think R. Kelly. You know, there's a meme right now. You know, there's <laughs> you know there's a meme right now. I do not. Um, apparently, people are not calling R. Kelly the, the king of R and B. What are they calling him? No, they're they're not calling him anything, and they're like putting their own stuff in there. Like some people say Chris Brown or like whoever like is rapping with the auto tune right now. They're saying like Lil Baby, for example, the real king of R and B. <laughs> Y'all are stupid. <laughs> I can't stand y'all. And R. Kelly has a wonderful voice, man. You he can't does. you can't take away Mm-mm. what he's done. You know, he's he's just the most original man I've ever heard as far as singing voice. Well, you know, the girl that he had sex with not too long ago in Dallas, she can't take away what he did to her either. Gave her an STD. <sighs> It's horrible. But there are women out there that even though he has STD, that they would sleep with him. 
You mean Usher? <laughs> let it burn, burn, let it burn. Gotta let it burn. <laughs> All right, enough about R. Kelly. Let's go ahead and step into segment number two, mm. anime. Yes. So, for our first topic, we're on Funimation. Funimation president talks Netflix Evangeline acquisition. Now, last week we talked about Netflix getting the rights to Evangeline. Is that how you say it, Evangeline? I'm going to be honest. I don't know how to say it. Put it in the comments. Let let us know how to actually pronounce that. You mean they're going to type the name and I'm going to say it? No, they'll they'll do it like Ev, A, you know, whatever. Don't do that. I'm not hooked on (laughs) five. Anyways, so Netflix... The, the president's talking about how, you know, Netflix has the rights to it now and they're going to be showing it on Netflix. Right. The Funimation president said that they would do a better job at brand management. Now, what he means is he's worried that Netflix is not going to give that show justice. It's going to put it on there and then it's not going to promote it or nothing. So, on a website, here's a quote. Funimation Entertainment President Jen Fukunaga recently spoke to news website Polygon about Netflix's acquisition of the streaming rights to the Neon Genesis Evangelion television anime. In short, he don't think Netflix will do right by the series. The president says, I'm 100% sure that we, we have done a much better job brand managing it and turning it back into what it was, he told Polygon. He used his company's handling of My Hero Academia as an example. Had My Hero Academia gone on the Netflix, it would have just dropped onto the platform with any number of titles and probably would have died as a brand. He said Funimation markets its product 360, theatrical, marking, etc. They get it available on iTunes, Xbox, and PlayStation and gets it on other streaming platforms on its own and really promotes it 360 days of the year. They're saying that if Funimation was completely in charge of the show, it'd get advertising, it'd probably get movie game deals, all this. But since Netflix got it, and this is true, Netflix don't go, don't their shows and stuff don't go into video games or movies and theaters and specials. So I see what they're saying. Yeah. And that's true. I love Netflix, but Netflix net branding is not as good as it could be. But it's because they don't need to. But I wish they would. It would make yeah. it, the shows more popular. That's true. Because if you're not a Netflix subscriber who watches it dedicatedly like me, how I, you know, binge watch shows, they're not going to know about some of these shows. So what do you think about it, now that I scrambled on? <laughs> well, I believe that, um, I think there was an over-exaggeration with uh, what the president was saying with Hero Academia, and that it would be dead. I don't I don't think it would die as a brand, no. per se. Agreed. I, I think there was a bit of over-exaggeration, but um, as far as um, Neo, Neon Genesis, um... I believe that they aren't going to do justice by it, to be honest with you. I think that they're just going to put it in their library again, and they're just going to go ahead and be like, hey, you know, we got it. We got this new anime. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know how sometimes Mm -hmm. uh, when you go right in, it's like like recommendations, Mm -hmm. and it'll be like right over there. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that maybe they can put it on the front of Netflix, you know, somewhere. Because, I mean, it is... You know, truth be told, I've heard that it is a classic anime and that people would really like to watch it. You know, I, I still we still got to watch it. We kind of been. Uh, <laughs> but we'll get to watch we, it. Yeah, we ain't perfect. In gen- January, we'll get to watch it. Oh, my God. I think it's January 9th is when it'll be coming out. But when when do you come back? 
January the 5th. See? Okay, he's Leave back. on the 23rd, back on the 5th. Mm. I'm missing Christmas and New Year's with my it's family It's because he hates friends. us. <laughs> Facts. Nah, he don't. I'd he go, loves all of us. I'd rather go to an exotic beach at 70 degrees instead of Texas at 38 degrees and freezing my butt off. That's true. It's cold as hell out here. Yes. But, I mean, and I, I just want to go back to... You're right about the Hero Academy and him, but he did over-exaggerate. I mean, it would not be as big as his name. No, no, definitely not. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have games. It wouldn't have uh, anime movies. They're really now. doing that 360. I agree with yeah. you on that, but I do think there is some over-exaggeration because yes. at the same time, Funimation is not as big as Netflix. You know what I mean? No. If they really wanted to, they could just put it on the top and... It would be just as big, if not bigger, than some of the anime selections that they already have. Exactly. But yeah. Netflix don't focus on anime like that. Yeah. I mean, they have their own section of it, but... Yeah. <clears throat> you don't really hear promotion, actually, now that I think about it. No. I mean, you'll see... You, there are commercials on, like, very few of them from Netflix. Mm. It's usually about a Netflix original movie. Yeah. I've never seen one for an anime or a cartoon. It's usually series or movies. But... You're right. There wouldn't be all this My Hero Academy hype if it was if it went to Netflix instead of Funimation. Definitely, I, I completely agree with you. Mm-hmm. It'd be dead, but I mean that's that's some big words. I mean Funimation's big, but let's be honest. I mean you're a Chihuahua compared. You know Funimation's a Chihuahua compared to Netflix. Yeah. Netflix is a pit bull compared to them. Yeah. I mean I love Funimation Netflix, but does it have that much influence? No. You know, I mean, just just stating the truth. <laughs> Funimation people watch Funimation. They get their enemy out there on the t on actual TV cable, Adult Swim. Uh, they get it out there on Crunchyroll, Toonami. I'm sorry, Toonami, Crunchyroll. Well, mm-hmm. not no more. <laughs> Fun. Uh, now they're going to get it on Hulu. There's they get. They've their, got different. Yeah, they got different they got platforms stuff. that yeah. they can do it. So I agree with what he said, but. Did it really need to be said? It sound, it makes me sound like he's mad that they didn't. Yeah, I think uh, that is. I think that is the reason. But I mean, is it is this the original or is this a remake? This is the original. Oh, it's the original. Okay, then. Okay, then he's right on this part. I believe that Evangelina is going to go to Netflix and it's going to die. Well, people will watch it. Well, they'll I mean, enjoy I'm about it. to say, I don't, I don't know if it'll die per se. At Netflix, I, and I agree, it will because it's not a huge name. You know, it's a show from back in the day. Now, if you put on Funimation, people are going to watch it. They're going to like it. They're going to tell Funimation they like it. Funimation's going to redo the show. Or, or not Funimation, but the studio's going to redo the show. Netflix, they may do, redo the show, but I doubt it. They're just going to put it on there. And like he said, it's just going to get put in with the mix. Well, we got to see how exactly Netflix is going to handle this situation. Because, again, you can never really count Netflix out. And you can't, but... Netflix needs to... They do need to step they, it up a bit. They could be bigger. They could be better, definitely, too. They could. Because I feel like... I don't know who's telling them exactly what to do with their stuff and how to mm-hmm. go about it promotion-wise. But, yeah, I think that they do need some better marketing. Yep. Well, since we're on Netflix, let's talk about Godzilla. So... On Netflix, they have a Godzilla anime. Mm. Uh, it's it's a movie. It's going to be it's a trilogy. I love them, even though they're CGI. They're actually good. 
One of the very few CGI. One of the very few. (laughs) Me, I I was raised on Godzilla, like the original black and white Godzilla. I love it. So you had the first one, Godzilla Planet of the Monsters. The second one, Godzilla City on the Edge of Battle. And the second one ended with them bringing in that three-headed monster. And now this one is where he's going to battle each other and uh, where else is going to be destroyed. I don't know. But I'm excited for it because, you know, it's based in the future, like a thousand years from now. And oh. it's going to be amazing. I think it's going to be good. And you said it, and you said it's going to be back on January 9th, right? Yes. And you come back January 5th? Yep. That'll be probably the best surprise. Yes. <laughs> that he heard. Mm-hmm. But, um. Got a lot of good things coming when I come back. I know. A lot of things <laughs> releasing coming out. I think that, uh. I think I'll I'll, go, I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched any of them, but I I, I yeah. I, Shame. But I do like Godzilla, you know. So I you know I honestly didn't even <laughs> they were on Netflix. I mean, if, when he told me, I, I was interested though. I mean, if we're gonna be honest. I didn't watch the first one till like almost a year after it came out because like it, it, it's okay. I've never watched a Godzilla anime. But I'm glad I watched it, and then I watched it when the second one came. I was like, "Well, let me watch the first one, then watch the second one." Man, I'd say I loved it. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna watch it now because it does sound interesting. He is really hyping me up to watch it. So the hype is real. He's currently drinking. Yeah, <laughs> it's water. I promise. It's, it's not alcoholic. Well, I don't know. You get you got water. Yes, he's oh. got vodka. He's he's an alcoholic. <laughs> Anyways, let's go to the next topic. This, this is one I'm I'm excited for this one. <laughs> uh, this is gonna be funny, and I'm gonna let you talk. About, you start it off. Okay, so Attack on Titan fan favorite character Levi. It's not Levi. It's I, Levi. I I know I'm I'm the person who fucks up. I mean messes up on the name. <laughs> Levi. <laughs> um, and is an established clean freak. Yeah, it, it took some years, but now he has his fi- he has his own laundry detergent. <laughs> And it officially hits stores on Monday. It's going to be at Matsumoto Kiyoshi. Now, if y'all look right here, right here, look at this man. This man is on his own laundry detergent. (laughs) An anime character got his own laundry detergent. That's very unheard of. It is. I love it. I think that's awesome. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to order some from Japan and... It's probably gonna cost me hundred dollars and about a year, to say, year, I mean, year. yeah, about to say the shipping would be. I'm crazy. probably gonna be allergic to it. It's gonna make my skin itch. Oh yeah, yeah. but I, I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> not really. I'm no, just, really. That's I, you know, uh, you know, that's too much. <laughs> it sounded good in my head, but coming out, I'm not gonna buy it. Listen, just the um, fact that they're doing that's actually pretty. Yeah, cool. it is pretty. It's a funny. Um, <laughs> it's a funny thing, man. People are wild. I don't know. Some people are just yes. too wild. <laughs> I don't ever see that happening over here in America, to be honest. I don't. I mean, even... It's possible, but... Yeah. If anime was big here like it is Japan, I would say, yeah, it's going to happen, but eventually. I mean, I don't really see even, like, brands, like, endorsing products, unless it's, like, a soda or something. You know what I'm saying? I can see that. Yeah, like, you know, like, as far as movies, and Mm -hmm. that's really it. That's about it. Alright, that's all on anime. Let's get on yeah. segment number three, video games. No, wait, I don't, I don't want to confuse them. Wait, hold on, podcast six, number three. <laughs> segment number three. So, we're on the video games now. We've mm. talked about Red Dead Redemption 2 <laughs> pretty much every show. Yeah, every show. I this mean, right here, get this, guys. And these are what, these. Are, this is not the game creating this. These are the players creating this. 
Red Dead Online players are organizing <laughs> fight club style brawls with rules, bouncers, and they got a secret rooftop arenas. So they This is wild. It's wild. <laughs> you know, I never people come up with these things. I've never heard of this. <laughs> oh my god. What's the what's the what's the one rule of fight club? We never talk about fight club. Well, obviously they are cuz I know that. But I mean, why are you doing this? I want to jump on there. I want to get my character online. I want to go over there, get on the rooftop, and I want to watch these actual characters yeah. in a circle watching two other characters <laughs> brawl with their heads. I think I think Red Dead Redemption might have been a little too ahead of its time. <laughs> They're already doing just the craziest things, man. Mm-hmm. I like it, though. That, that's fun. <laughs> I was a little hesitant on Red Dead Redemption online. But just this little thing, I'm I'm in for it now. I, I'm all in. You're all no in. No hesitation. Hey, I told you, man. It, it's lit. I'm telling you. <laughs> Especially if y'all got. Oh wait, we can't talk about Fight Club. So. Oh, sorry. We can't talk about Fight Club. So we're done with this topic. Moving on to the next topic. <laughs> all right. This is one of my favorite games on PlayStation Three. Uh, Borderlands. Borderlands Three is official. It's coming out. Hmm. Now, I wasn't a fan of Borderlands 2 because you couldn't play multiplayer like that on the same console. Right. I loved 1. 2 was okay. Yeah. I'm expecting 3 to be good. So, the game is in development and nearly all of Gearbox's staff is working on it. The game will be released very shortly after its announcement, according to the CEO, Randy Pitchford. The game will use Unreal Engine number 4. That means it's going to be good graphics, good flow, everything. Uh, a tech demo of Borderlands 3 was shown at GDC 2017. So, they've been working on this for a couple of years. years. Yeah. That, and usually when they do games that they've built years building, that means that you look at God of War. Five years. But, there's also Duke Nukem that came out. And that game was a catastrophe and it spent years in development hell. To me, Duke Nukem was never that good of a game. <laughs> so I'm, I never liked Duke Yeah, you never, you never had the expectation. Yeah. I just remember it being so bad that people were pissed off because of all the crowdfunding and yeah, yeah that was, you know, but I, I just, but let's go on with Borderlands. Yeah. And uh, the game will not be coming to Nintendo Switch. That's disappointing. It is. And I and speaking of that, I I actually do remember hearing news of them trying to get Red Dead Redemption on the Nintendo Switch. I think that'd be amazing. I think that'd be really dope. I, I mean, for y'all who don't have a Switch, I'm telling you, those joysticks are fun to play with. You know, I know they had the wireless Joy Cons for Wii U and stuff, but they were I, they were all clunked, and I didn't like them. Oh, but yeah. the Switch. Man, I'm telling you, I, Super Smash Brothers, fun with them. Oh yeah, it, it's fun. Yeah, I, I was I was very scared um, at first when we were playing um, the new Super Smash Brothers mm-hmm. because we we have the, just the little the little joystick, mm-hmm. but we can play like it's a full operational controller, and that is you know Nintendo definitely yeah. definitely did a just great job on that. And sometime this coming week, we will have gameplay of us on Super Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, so, look for that on YouTube. It won't be on the next podcast, but it'll be posted up on the YouTube channel. Yeah. So, like it, subscribe, whatever. So, Please. here's a real cool thing. Please help us, though. <laughs> so, here's a real cool thing. Okay. A secret transmission was discovered in a DLC for the Battleborn game. Another gear made by the Gearbox software. Mm-hmm. The transmission reads... Visit Promethea, 
Children of the Vault, we are not on Pandora anymore. Tannis is not what she seems. Do not open the vaults. I mean, that's, you know, one of the sayings from the game. Right. So that right there was actually a really cool way to kind of let the players know that an Easter egg that is coming. Of course, yeah, of course it could have been just a regular Easter egg, and then I'd have been disappointed that a game didn't <laughs> come out. But that's a really cool way to kind of secretly announce it. Right. For, for true fans of the games. Yeah, I mean, it, it's always cool when game developers are able to put on, you know, these Easter eggs for the people who are, of course, playing the game. Yeah. It's it's just always like a little fun, you know. Yes. I, like a Halo did that a lot. Um, I don't know if you, you played Halo 3. There was a lot of Easter eggs in that game, but um, yeah. Um, any more you want to speak on this subject? or Just that yeah. once more information about it comes out, release dates and stuff like that, we'll talk about it, but hopefully you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> Right, Who let's, knows? Let's get on the final topic of the day. It's not video games. It's actually a new topic. I wanted to put it on mainstream, but I want to make this the closing segment. Let's talk about my Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yes, Erica, the Cowboys. Mm. So, everybody saw the game against the Eagles. We won overtime, 29-23. Good and a bad game. There's good things. There's bad things. Let's talk, and we're not going to get into stats and stuff like that because y'all may not be fans, but I love the Dallas Cowboys. So any Cowboys wants on the show, comment, email us at southsidesoulreapers at gmail.com. We got you on the show. Mm. So their playoff chances. So it's looking good. It is. Okay, all it's, we need it's really is one good. more victory. We got three games left in the regular season. It's 8-5 right now. One victory, one win against any of those teams, we clinch the East. Mm. That's all we need. So, I I think we're going to beat uh uh I think I I think we're going to beat the Giants cuz the Giants have been on a little roll lately. But I think that we're going to beat the Giants. I mean, the Giants mm. still aren't that good of a team. Our defense is still the most dominant. Vonderish, D Law. What's his name? Jalen Smith. Stephen A. Smith always hating on us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stephen, if you ever want on this show, just don't. Don't comment. You're not allowed don't on this like, show. Don't, don't subscribe. Don't email. Uh, don't, don't talk to us. Yeah, you just go cry in the corner when we get to the playoffs. <laughs> so, I believe they're going to clinch the East. I, they're going to the playoffs. Yeah, and you know. Us in Texas, we have we have a thing where it doesn't matter if we're like losing the whole game, all the games and stuff. We're just like we know the Cowboys are going to make it to the Super Bowl. We could be but zero and thirteen. Yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl every time. But I think we do have a high possibility of yep. going to the Super Bowl. One hundred percent, no debate. Once if we can get into the Super Bowl. Now, do not get me wrong. I'm the big one of the biggest Cowboys fans. Fans, you'll have fine, but I'm not delusional either. Our offense needs work. Mm. Zeke does his job. The offensive linemen, they're not so hot. You know, Travis Frederick is out. Zach Martin's got his knee hurt. Tyrone Smith ain't been the same in a couple of years. So that our offense, offensive line is going to have to step up for blocking because if Dak can get good blockage, he should be able to make plays. Dak is a good quarterback. However, he's got – and this is his third year, and he's got a lot of work to do to become better. Now, I'm not hating on you, Dak. You're my quarterback. 
plain and simple. You're my quarterback. Even when you took over for Romo that first rookie year, you've always been my quarterback, but I'll, you've got to step up. I know you can. Our offense can. And, you know, that acquisition for getting Amari Cooper was amazing. Yeah, that, I, I think that saved us. Now, I'm not hating on our receivers because Beasley, you're one of my favorite players of all time. I love you, Beasley. You are a he, great he receiver. Loves he loves you. Yes, you are he a talks great about receiver. You. He talks about you. I loved your album. He's got a rap album. It's actually Does he? Oh, he I, I thought you were bro. joking. No, I'm serious. <laughs> like, I was thinking it wasn't going to be that good, but like, bro, he flows. Oh, he flows? He flows. I'm going to have to listen now. I'm but interested. You know, but you know, and but we and I'll admit, they Beasley, even though she, he's been our number number one receiver for a couple of years, uh, we haven't been making those kind of plays this year. But Mark Cooper yeah. came. He's gave us that extra weapon. Not He's not the only weapon. Because our other receivers are good, but yeah. he's now become a bigger, a better weapon and another weapon that we can use. Somebody to help us out. Right. So if our defense stays at their top form, which I believe they will, uh-huh. they're the ones who pretty much won us these games. I'm not sorry to say that, but defense is one. I mean, but you got to remember, a strong defense is a great offense. Yes. So, I mean, is it really that bad per se? Well, actually, it is. Because <laughs> defense wins championships. The defense has saved the offense so many times by stopping them, stopping them closer to their field goal, their area. Without if we if we only had a decent defense, mm. we wouldn't be the winning like we are. But because of our excellent, great defense, that's why we're winning. Exactly. And I believe they will get us to the Super Bowl. Now I'm I, I'm not gonna say since we're on a podcast being serious, kind of. I'm not going to say, yeah, they're going to win. They're going to win every game 20 to 0 or 100 to 0. But we're hoping. We are hoping. We're hoping. We're not, uh, We're not. you know, doing any gambling. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, but, you know, betting $100. Yeah. But I've always said this, and this is for every year, every game, every which, whatever team we have as the Cowboys. If we make it to the playoffs, we always have a good chance of going to Super Bowl. Mm. As long as everybody does their job. And that's the thing. Everybody does their that job. Mm-hmm. Does their job. That means Jason. <laughs> listen, listen here, Garrett. I'm gonna need you to step it up. Or I'm gonna come down there and I'm gonna be the head coach. I don't have no experience, well, I'm about to say. but I can do a better job. I think. Now maybe I'm exaggerating. You know, I want. You know, I can do a slow hand clap too. But. Maybe better. Y'all get actually. Let me try. Mm. That's a fine form right there. Thank you. <laughs> Head coach for Dallas Cowboys twenty twenty. <laughs> but anyways, but I'm I'm telling you, if everybody does their job, gets their marks, does their assignments, we will go to the Super Bowl. Now it'll be a hard fought playoff games. It'll be hard fought Super Bowl game, but we have a chance. We always have a chance every year, but usually we do choke. I'm I'm not going to lie. But we didn't choke this week, did we, Eagles? No, we did not. Who choked? They did. Thank you. (laughs) But, guys, we thank y'all for showing up, Spirit Gang. If y'all got any questions, comments, or anything you want us to talk about, Mm. or if you want us to give you a shout-out, you can email us at Southside Soul Reapers at gmail.com or leave it in the comment for this week's podcast. We'll shout you out, throw out some ideas. 
Yeah, and if you're on uh, the Facebook podcast, mm. you can also leave a comment, and we'll also reply there as well. Exactly, because we're going, we're we you know we're doing bigger things. People don't know that, <laughs> but we got we are on YouTube and we're on Facebook, and we're hoping that eventually we can go on to Spotify and mm-hmm. iTunes. So it's all just a progression, and we thank you all for coming with us. And D La, that's what I'm talking about, D La. In case you don't know, that's Demarcus Lawrence, number nine of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Just in case you know the hot boys. Boom. Come on the show, d Law. But all right, guys. Y'all have a good week, and we'll catch y'all next week. <laughs> all right, man. We'll catch you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Peace. Deuces.